Okay, welcome to Book Club, everyone. So this month we've done Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to read the blurb first for anyone who's listening who doesn't know the book, when New Yorker Rachel Chu agrees to spend the summer in Singapore with her boyfriend, Nicholas Young, she envisions a humble family home and quality time with the man she hopes to marry. But Nick has failed to give his girlfriend a couple of key details. One, that his childhood home looks like a palace, and two, that he just happens to be the country's most eligible bachelor. Soon, Rachel's relaxed vacation turns into an absolute obstacle course of old money, new money, noisy relatives, and scheming social climbers. And the film, as we know, is top in the box office at the moment, a global phenomenon. The uh, poster describes it as the comedy to see this summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, raise of hands, who preferred the, well, vocalize, well, vocal, vocalize, <laughs> who preferred... No, a bit of mystery for the yeah, listeners. Yes, exactly. <laughs> who preferred the book? I did. Okay, so we have two people, and who preferred the movie? I've only seen the movie. Oh. oh. Okay. No, no, it works. So did you, well... I thought the movie was brilliant. Okay, so we have three people pro-movie, two people pro-book. Okay. I, I, I thought the movie was brilliant as yes, well. Yes, yes, but... To be fair. But I would say I never thought I'd find myself defending the complexity of the book. Yes. <laughs> such as it was. But uh, after seeing the film, I have to. Okay. So, I thought we'd try something new and what I've done for this one because... In the film, it's most of it's pulled pretty directly from the book, quite a lot of the scenes. Except quite unimaginative. Oh, so. no, 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 like, before <laughs> the opinions are <laughs> So, I've written out the scene order of the film and then where oh the scenes gosh. are in the book. You should gather the whole wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was okay. really quick, actually. So, I thought we could, because there's only really two scenes in the entire film that are original to the film and other ones is kind of just mixed around. So we can sort of go down and break down the changes they've made and whether or not they were better or worse. Okay. Worse than Tom's opinion, probably, okay. for most of them. But, I'm so. ready, poised and ready. Okay, if anyone wants to give general thoughts on the book first film, does anyone want to give a quick remark before we get into it? Uh, the, the book I had a weird relationship with, where it's separated into three distinct parts. Yeah. The first two, it took me like a week and a half to get through the first two parts, and I was finding it a real slog. And something clicked in my mind, and I was like, oh no, it's this. And then I read part three in like one sitting and loved it. Wow. Um, whereas the movie is like straight up fun from the get go, and it's like a real enjoyment. Essentially, I realised that the book Crazy Rich Asians is Game of Thrones through a Sex in the City lens. <laughs> and once yeah, I realised that, I was like, this is actually yeah. brilliant. I'm, <laughs> I'm very much into this. Oh, that's cool. So, Ellie, you saw the film See, first. I saw the film mm. first. Yeah. So when I first started reading the book, I thought it was very slow at getting to where it needs to get to. Right. Because I already had an awareness of the plot. I was like, how are we still in the hotel at the very yeah. beginning? I've read a million pages. <laughs> um, but I agree, actually. The more I got into it, the more I enjoyed it. And then by the end, I did find that I had enjoyed it. But it took a while, definitely. And then the film? Oh, I love the film. Yeah. Okay. It's like old school rom-com. Like, it takes all the cliches, but in a really enjoyable way. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey, a brief sort of emotional response to the film? I thought it was brilliant, so I could read and see the romance mixed with like Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, quick. You don't have to say it all at once. <laughs> okay, just okay, the, the so, book. So, well, you, okay. 
make your peace with the fact that it's only going to be a frothy soap opera book mm -hmm. and on those terms I guess it works fairly well yeah. it certainly isn't multifaceted or sophisticated yeah um, okay that's my hot take and then the mm -hmm. film okay I see. I see how it fulfills all the requirements of a romantic comedy. Wow, what a, what a really positive <laughs> review from Tom. But, I, <laughs> but I, I think based on what I thought could be done with this property, right. with the medium of film, it was a bit disappointing to me. Okay. Um, You're a madman. They made a river in a church. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> movie. That got that that was interesting because that that was like the emotional sort of. Oh, Everyone you know, cried. Kind of we all cried. Everyone in the cinema cracked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same. I was almost crying. Everyone else is laughing their faces off. Sorry. So the ostentatiousness of it was yeah. bonkers. Yeah. All those wet yeah. bags. Yeah. All the wet bags <laughs> from the water. It, I would refer to it as crudely manipulative. Yes. They pulled the little strings on our hearts. It didn't, it didn't do it in a... That's a pop ball movie for Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, only cried as a bodyguard last night, so yeah. <laughs> I, I'm easily manipulated. But let me tell you one thing that I found very disappointing in the film, which okay. I thought film would be able to bring uh, an aspect of it alive yeah. in the environments. But I didn't feel that the film actually inhabited the environments. I was really ready to feel or? like what it would be like to be in those homes. Okay. Oh. I thought it from the from the start, I had this whole idea in my head of what the hotel should look like, mm -hmm. being a very posh British hotel. And it seemed quite generic to me. It what seemed hotel is it? rushed to me, this opening. You wanted more to... from the hotel? I like. I, I, I did. Okay, want well, wait, okay, so I we can. It, I wanted it to be the Ritz, on, maybe, or, or. But then I thought the house was made up. Like, yeah. yeah, the yeah. other locations. Yeah. I thought were. I thought. Okay. I, I, yeah, I thought the locations were like phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. like really visually satisfying. Mm -hmm. Like all of it. The colours were amazing. Yeah. 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 So I was. Wait, okay, we can hold start. On, we hold can... on. <laughs> I was getting a little bit irritated that, and this, this may have been due to the budget that they had. But it seemed to take the, the, the Marina Bay Hotel yeah. and its environs and shoot them from about 20 different angles. And that was the, the, the environment of the film. Mm -hmm. And perhaps it, it has something to do with, but maybe this is the only part of the city these people ever see because it caters to yeah, the richest yeah. people and the wealthiest people. So maybe their parameters really are that small. But I kept sitting, the city, they're not even displaying the city to me in, with everything that it has to offer. Mm -hmm. And we went through the market in such a quick way. Okay, you're getting ahead, you're getting ahead. There we go. Okay. We'll get to that scene, we can criticize as is. My general feeling is, my problem with the book is that it's what I like to categorize as crack fiction. It's sort of like Twilight, Fifty Shades Grey, like very lower level reading age like it's very easy to just get through it I felt like like I binged I had to I finished in so one like night beach read. yeah I mean it's beach read and I felt like I got through up to the third part in one night and I just flew through it and then I got to the third part and I was like stab 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 but I mean it's called crazy rich Asians yeah. you're not expecting George well I just think <laughs> you know for a romance I felt like the woman had no agency and I found it really frustrating I thought her character well I don't know if you film her character 
I mean, this the, in in the book, I felt like the women weren't necessarily written as well as they were in the film, and the male characters were a little more fu- fully developed, even if they were bad versus good. I disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. With that um, and then the film, I thought it was cinematically really. It was kind of like a romance, but filmed like an action film, almost. In yeah, some of which the is scenes. like wicked. Yeah. So it like really <laughs> kept me through. It reminded me of Gossip Girl. Yeah. That's what I did, like the whole how amped up it was and all the betrayals. And it makes me like the book better because I just, I thought they really upgraded the characters and made them a little more dynamic and sort of tightened and got rid of some unnecessary bits. You see, that's what I was hoping too, that because, because for me, the characters weren't that well explored in the book. Right. Many of them interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, I thought at least in the film, you could get skillful enough actors who would be able to embody a personality. I loved the casting. Oh, the, yeah, the casting's amazing. Do you have a problem with Michelle Yeoh? Because then you have a problem with me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a problem with the actors. I have a problem with the fact that they weren't given a whole lot to do um, by a script. Yes, the dialogue I felt was a little bit too left a bit to be desired in certain scenes. And I liked it. I didn't think of it. I, I thought it was, it was like, I don't know, like the same kind of dialogue you, you see with in Pretty Women and stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems quite pop. I mean, there's a few specific scenes that I'll, I'll notate as we get to them about where I felt like they could have been a little more developed. And well, let's explained. do this then. Yeah. Let's, 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 do, let's, let's go through this. Okay, so first, I was really happy they did open with the hotel scene and that we didn't lose that because I thought that was really good establishing to the characters, especially in the book. Yeah. And the fact that they swapped that because it was originally in the book it's the aunt who's the penny pincher and the mission who was the one who called and stood up to the um, okay. front desk and then Michelle Yo in the film obviously is the one and sort of you establish her um, I, I thought it was a little bit weird that he didn't notice their extravagant Louis Vuitton bags though behind yeah. them if he works but people don't know yeah. people don't notice that you know yeah. you go to places and they just see that and they'd be like, get off my bed. But then I think if you worked there, you would have that knowledge. You yeah. would be able to, even just from the state of luggage, the clothes, Because the they jewelry. still look kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. When was it, when was it, when was it set? The 90s? Yeah, I kind of feel like back then, it was like, even now, yeah. it's a completely different, I can't think of what, what Shanghai was in the 90s. No, in the London, in London. When I they mean, were, like, how, yeah. like, oh, what, was the it? Wealth. Well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. wealth was. But, but I, I think the, uh, the connotation is meant to be that the uh, the hotel is like such a level up that it doesn't matter if you've got like designer luggage yeah. like that's not enough to be staying in this hotel like it needs to be anyone in their eyes anyone could buy this luggage that's yeah. that's okay. like yeah exactly exactly yeah. but um, to stay there you need All to those be Louis bags like you can just be <laughs> And I loved um, the sort of colonel type character who owned the hotel <laughs> the owner yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite funny. Um, no, I thought that was a very true, it felt to me very true to the book, the adaptation of that opening scene. But I think that it should have been extended a bit, because at least in the novel, you sensed a bit of a sting in... The firing of him and sort of him realizing... Right, and, but you also had a sense more of his uh, rudeness yeah. to them. Racism, and yes. racism to them. <laughs> You really felt this, at least when I read it, the sequence in the book, I yeah. felt there was a real sting there. Mm-hmm. The film just seemed to rush through it just to get to the triumphant moment. I did have moment. a brain, like, yeah, it did actually, did remind me of that 
um, Oprah Winfrey in the Hermes shop. Did you hear about the story? No. She went to like she was at the Hermes shop and yeah. she was like, Oh I want one that bag and they were like, You can't afford this stuff, get it out of I'm Oprah Winfrey and they didn't <laughs> yeah. know they didn't know who she was. Yeah. So it's quite similar, even yeah. like she was dressed quite expensively, you know, nobody cared. So. And he was so in, kind in, of in like, the novel I felt that the man behind the desk was just dripping with venom yeah. towards yeah. that one. Yeah. And seeing them as a as an Asian yeah. people coming in and assuming that they must have it wrong. And the, I think they're the only white people we ever, well, yeah. Western, yeah, people we ever see in the entire film. It, it seemed the film only wanted to rush the moment where yeah, she yeah. upended him. Yes. And there was a comedic moment where she triumphed, mm -hmm. rather than really explore, you know, the levels of, of racism and hostility. And I kind of felt like it was like a panto, because it's a yeah. pop thing. They can't yeah. just go into the deep. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like well, that's the. I think oh, they're, they're the movie more so than the book even is. It's much more of like a pop thing, especially because you go from that scene into this kind of big kind of musical number, <laughs> big colourful opening. Yeah. I think if you've gone from quite a venomous kind of yeah. tense kind of opening into that, it'd be really jarring for an audience. I think you need that kind of big overcoming one-upmanship yeah. thing, boom, and also, there are so many characters to establish, like so many. And they got rid of so many. If you focus on him, then, yeah. you know, how, how many others yeah. are you spending they're, they're, I, I thought I thought they were like quite wonderfully oafish kind of bricks. Yeah. I thought that was, that kind of worked for like a two-minute scene. I thought that was kind of all you really needed. But you know, I, thought the, I thought the film would actually streamline a lot more than it did and jettison a lot more characters than yeah. it did who weren't mm. really that essential. Two hours film. Yeah, right. I agree. My, my my only thinking uh, with that is I um, I haven't read the other two. There's, there's two yeah. more books in this series. I'm not sure if they're planning to do more movies and if these characters become more integral to to later things. So they kind of have to establish them now for kind yeah. of future plans. Was, was my only my only thought for that. Um, so after that, you have Rachel in the classroom playing poker, mm -hmm. which. I loved that scene, and that's original to the film because that ties back into the Mahjong scene, which is yes. later on. Yep. But I thought that was a very smart scene set up for something later and establishing her level of intelligence, which they obviously continually reiterate throughout the film and the book. And the fact that she's going to need to use a strategy. Yes. I thought that scene was brilliant and yeah. a great addition because uh, my read of the book is uh, Eleanor sees a lot of herself in Rachel and I think vice versa and they're establishing uh, them as uh, kind of equals because you open with Eleanor Young being kind of this powerful in control woman and then you cut to Rachel being a powerful in control woman. I think they're immediately establishing these kind of connections between the two. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that she was a game theorist. Mm. It's really because cool. Because that is the philosophy of the Cold War. And she's going into China. Yeah. That is very good. And she's American. So it's like, she's like a, not Chinese-American, yeah. so it's almost like a knock. Yeah. They don't uh, mention this game, game theory in the no, book. No, it's not in the book. No, she's no, just in like a movie, comments, but yeah. just a yeah. movie, I thought that was quite interesting. They, no, no, I think, I think that is really interesting. Yeah. They also don't mention the fact that he has any career in the film. Which is so bizarre. No, they say he's a professor. No, they don't. Yeah, they say they're both really? professors at NYU. Yeah, they mention okay. it. Okay. Because they, they don't, don't go Yeah, they don't specify no, no. anything of what he does. Which I thought, they didn't really give him, obviously, much. Um, so then, you, so you have that scene, and then we see them in the cafe, which, I mean, so far in the book, that kind of follows accordingly, and you have him present the fact that they're going to go 
spend their spring break, I think, yeah. Versus in the book, they have, they're doing the entire summer there. Um, and then you have the Radio 1 Asia, obviously. Uh, did, what were your feelings of how they portrayed technology, which I always find interesting in film and television? That to her sending out the messages and that, was, that was crazy. Yeah. Well, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And, and the floor turns into sort of like the, the, the atlas and you see the crisscrossing. Did you notice that one of the people that was receiving the text, and I was trying to tell you this, that was Kevin Kwan? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. The author, you see him. I've seen, he had like the long hair. That was quite funny. Um, and which is, I think. Though in the book I did really like where, like, as they're explaining who's who and this cousin and this friend as the texts are being sent out, I kind of liked that it was sort of establishing this sort of chain yeah. of people. That's when I was like, this is straight across the Yeah. Board. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you establish people in the yeah. movie via those texts because you have characters that get the text yeah. to reappear later on and you've just heard their name once or twice. Um, then the Notorious Bible Study. When the Bible yes. study is what's next Ooh. after that, which we see in the is film. In yeah, remember when it's the group of women <laughs> sitting around reading the Bible? And they all, yeah. get, and they yeah. all get the text and they're all like gossiping about, yes. about yeah. Nicholas's. Uh, well, I guess it's not as blatant as in, I guess in a movie. The book is super religious in <laughs> points, it was really interesting. It really like nails the hammer on the head about like how it seemed to be like when you're that rich you are Christian. But it, it's just yeah. used as another designer accessory. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's That's the, the Western aspects are yeah. super interesting in a sense like there were like anti-Western values but all the aesthetics that they took yeah. like you see it in the the, the book explores this more you yes. get a lot of yeah. afternoon teas and kind of tradition and yeah. uh, wrestling I guess like all the hangover forms yeah, they, they talk directly about that in the book, the kind oh, of hangovers yeah. and stuff, yeah, which is, which is really interesting. And how all the daughters have to be sent to Americanized Like finishing schools, schools and stuff, yeah. Schools to be considered like like proper ladies. ladies. Yeah. Proper and attractive enough for... And, but, um, and religious schools as well. And religious schools, yeah. Catholic schools. So, yeah, so in the book, I, I, they talk a little bit more about the Bible in the book and it's a little more focused on they, that. They even have things in, in the book, sorry, yeah. they, they, they talk about uh, sending their uh, is it Buddhist daughters to Methodist church, uh, yeah. church schools just because it's seen as like the dumb thing to send them there. Um, that's something I wasn't really aware of in seeing Korean culture or Asian culture either, that that hmm. sort of view of Western religion is actually as something valuable, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's those observances that make the book richer, as, as rich as it a book like this could be. Yeah, is that you get you get the sense, and I think you also get the sense more of the sense of the conflict for some of the the women, the, and, the women and the men of, of how the pull of the family and what family means, and the fact that you have. If you are at a certain level of wealth, you just keep yourself at that. You see it in Colin, which I don't think we even get that scene in the film where he's confessing. The friend. Oh, what about his depression? What about his, yeah, his depression and the depression stemming from the fact that he feels like he is not. Yeah, there's that sort of guilt you have. You know, he's, he's not driving his own life. Um, I, I think you do see the conflict with certain women who are more interested in the religious studies versus others, and it's more this sort of social 
gathering and do they talk about because in the books they talk about like the diamonds they purchased recently and the jewels they yeah, got yeah you get none of that you you cut straight from them doing like verbatim reading yes. from the bible to talking about uh next visit um so so you have the bible study and you have her receiving the phone call about nick well nick calling nick about yeah. the um fact that she's found out that he's bringing a woman and the fact that it all happens with like under a minute and he's calling him while he's still in the cafe um which i think i thought was quite funny but it was a good gag um and then you skip next to rachel with her mom and i think that's a that's a new scene isn't it no you have where is it so you do have like right after the bible study it's um but they're phone calls aren't they rather than yeah, so she calls her mother when she's getting into bed that night after he said to her, let's go to Singapore together. And then they have a conversation and she's talking about the expectations. So you just have it. But yeah, yeah. Which, which I liked a lot more, yeah. actually. But the... It's a bit weird. It was dead for a year and you never told he was rich. Oh, I mean, he's, he's an idiot. Hmm? It's my statement. Him. Yeah, but that's a bit weird, isn't yeah, it? It a, is a weird. A full-on year and, and then you drop the bombshell yeah. that you're like a gazillionaire. Um, it's mad. But, and I, I like the juxtaposition of the mother like, well, where are you sleeping? What's happening? And like, Rachel literally knows nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, has not asked any questions, really. But I think you see that in both the, the books and the film. very Yeah. But that's an element, too, that I think the film is too over-eager yeah. to get through everything. We get more of a sense of their life in New York in the yes. book before they take off. And we, we, we can sense by what we, uh, we see of their interactions yeah. in their apartment and out in public, that it is very possible that they have fallen into a very comfortable position together where that's not even a consideration for him to well a TV series rather than... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, you would, you would have time to establish all of it. But I think we only needed maybe one scene of them in their apartment, in their maybe apartment, together. In, their, in the, how their lives were in New York City, to get a sense of how jarring it was yeah. for her when she gets on the Because you don't know, because you, assumingly, they both make a pretty good income from being professors, yeah, so whether or not they quite live quite well. well. I think the film works, though. I still like yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, it's kind of hinted at in both the book and the movie that Nick feels like he's living this double life. Like, he doesn't feel, when he's in New York, he doesn't feel like the person he is when he's with his family. So. It does kind of remind me of like, when like um, people are the coaches, they go to, like, when, when they're at secondary school and they're very under the thumb of their parents and they go to uni for the first time and they can be who they are. Yeah. And then, like, going back to hometown, it's like, oh, I've got to be this, like, you know, the oldest son of this big family. Yeah, it's, no, it's exactly that. Yeah. So, this is after this scene is when the film changes the order of things so you have after that you have uh, <laughs> a lot of noise um, you have Nick explain to Rick because he gets the phone call from his mother and then he has to explain to Rachel why they aren't staying with his parents which in the book it's because the mother says they're having construction at their house mm-hmm. but in the, in, the, in the book they stay with parents no, they don't. So no, in, no. in the book, the mother says the excuse, the excuse oh, they're going to be out of town. Yeah, they, they leave. Yeah, the yeah, she, they leave, she they leave the country, her. essentially, to avoid having to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and I don't know. I don't think that difference necessarily matters. No, no not really. No. In, in the book, I, I can't remember. I don't think they established in the established in the movie, but the hotel they stay at is owned by oh, yes. Colin, yeah. I and mean, that's another reason he says they're staying there because Colin's family own it. Which is like, like the first, like, wait a second, <laughs> your friend owns a hotel. Well, no, the, the first yeah. wait a second yeah. is like we're traveling in first class yeah. Singapore. Is the so, place. well, you first first you get the introduction to Astrid, where you have her coming back from shopping from Paris which we see her coming back to the apartment in the film. That scene is amazing in the film. It's like something straight out of like the Grace Kelly film. Yeah. And like the, like it kind of reminds me of, you've seen um, In the Mood for Love, Ron Kawai, yeah. and like how it's all shot, I thought cinematically, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and then you have the introduction to Eddie. I kind of love Eddie because he's horrible. Yeah, he is horrible. Eddie is um, the cousin. He's the one who gets his kids to stand oh, at the yeah, right yeah. angle. Oh, they're brilliant! I thought they were good. But I, cause I think he's so like developed into this mad character. I really appreciate it. I also it. think that everyone has a tiny bit of Eddie in them. Yes. Like, you know, like there is a part of you that wants to present well to the outside world. Yeah. No matter who you are, mm. what you do. Every, like, He's obviously nurtured it, yeah. and it is a lot of his personality. Yeah. But I feel like everyone has a tiny seed of that somewhere. I, so well, 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 I think everyone knows an Eddie, someone who's yeah. a yeah, bit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. They cut my favourite Eddie scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favourite Eddie scene? Uh, the one where um, they at the wedding when uh, one of his kids has spilt a, oh, like yes. a coke or a sprite. Oh, that was such a good scene. And, like, and his wife has like a, yeah. uh, like he a can't real. Wear it again yeah, yeah. Like a real strong moment. I, I really enjoyed and that. And he's about to like beat up his kid and then they stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie is like personified Instagram culture. Yeah. Like mm. you can't wear the same outfit, everything must be presented at a certain angle. Like genuinely, that is how people live their lives online. Yeah, but like it kind of reminded me, I was reading this article about um, pre-wedding photos of, um, and like the Chinese aesthetic of like um, doing loads of post-production. So it's like right. loads of like photoshopping and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so yeah, I kind yeah. of feel like that he definitely Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of world, yeah. That's um, I thought he was more attractive than in my head he was in the book. Like he seemed like this kind of really sort of indulgent, ugly-looking man. Like in the if you're that attractive, you shouldn't try that hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but like but in comparison to like Nick and Colin, oh, yes. who were like chiseled, tall, like Adonis's, <laughs> like Eddie just being like an average-looking yeah. man yeah. isn't isn't enough but to I compete. I think that was a point. That yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The like he was, was trying to compensate. He was like going against. The, no, I mean like he was like yeah. going against that, that trope in. It's weird because like watching it as somebody who watches a lot of like Asian films, yeah, it seems normal. But like I kind of think like if you just watch the American films and how Asian men are represented in Asian, oh films, yeah, totally. kind of like it's sort of like kind of see them as like sexually desirable or like kind of well built. Yeah. Kind of, no, like uh, is, is it Peeklin? Her yeah, dad Peeklin. is like the normal guy who they cast in like the Asian role. Yeah. Rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. chiseled handsome men, you know? Um, so after that is actually in the book when Astrid sees the text message from her husband's mistress. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know in the film she sees it at the party that they have. Yeah, uh, the, my bedfield empty without yeah. you is in And then, oh, but in the book the line is... Uh, <laughs> I miss you inside me yes. is in the book. That's there. Spelled line. very wrong. But it's a PG-13. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In America. There's a few other things that turn down. get into this part. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's fine. So what they do in the film is that they combine all these flashing scenes of seeing Eddie and then Astrid and then... 
Alistair and Kitty, which you don't meet until later. Though. Yeah. And I, I love Kitty. I think she's just so... She's like what you think of as the crazy rich Asian or someone who desires to be the crazy rich Asian. Think. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was great in both book and movie. She's like a fantastic character. Um, but none of these people are faceted. Well, They're I cartoons. think that's, yeah. They're cartoons, and I and I understand. I'm I'm creating fiction with a film that is yes. meant. It's it's wanting to do one thing, which yeah. it's doing well, and I'm wanting it to be something else. That's yeah. my problem. Yeah. With this you film. need an HBO miniseries this, to make you happy. <laughs> I Do you think the characters are more faceted in the in the book? I would say actually yes, yeah, and okay. I wasn't even thinking in the book that they were. Yes, very. Okay. You know, that I, th- I think I think by the end dimension. I was adding a lot personally to the characters. Yeah. Like I was reading into them myself, um, but I felt like there was a lot more to the characters. Than... I mean, Alistair definitely was reduced to. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, he was like a one note thing in the movie. Like he was like a yeah. gag character. Yeah. But, um, and I'm jumping the gun here, but we're getting towards yeah. Astrid. Well, we've already yeah. So so we've we've met Astrid and Michael. They've had that. They have a sex scene in the book, and they kind of have it in the film. And then they see the text message. So we're yeah. Now that this is one abbreviation in the film screenplay that I think does an incredible disservice to Michael's character. Oh yeah. in the book. Do you want to explain what happens in the book with Michael's character? What Astrid winds up finding out in the book is that he has. Uh, fabricated this affair because he really he wants he wants to structure it so she doesn't want him to be married to him anymore because he's had it with the family he's feeling very exhausted by the family and they're, they're treating him like their technician uh, so he elaborates this and the, the woman with the child he's seeing is actually his cousin uh, yeah, his yeah. yeah. Cousin. it makes so much more sense because you no. wouldn't cheat on Right. Now, (laughs) the thing is, in the film it reduces him to just a cad, and she is now an empowered woman. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember his name. Which is not what that relationship... I agree. Even though the film is the one that I agree The the, the thing is, though, um, first in the book, the the reason he's doing this is that he can... So if she thinks she's having an affair, he could be the bad guy, and he wants right. her to save face, so they can have a break, he's the right. villain, and he's happy to play the villain. Yeah, that That's brilliant. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. She, does, she will not end that relationship, yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing I, I finally realised is, I've got, I, this is the first book we've done that I've very adamantly tried to think of as the characters are separate characters. Yeah. The characters in the book are characters in the book. The character's movie, a character in the movie. So Mike in the movie is not Michael from the book, and that's fine by me. They're separate characters. Um, and I, the Astrid they present in the movie is very different. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're two sets of characters. Yes. They're different, but like, and you, they establish Astrid like very differently in the movie as well. And I think her character deserves to be vindicated. I don't think, I don't think her character in the, in the movie deserves to have her been playing this elaborate thing and. To break them apart. I, think I she... don't think he thinks. I think he thinks it's kindness. Yeah. In the movie, I, yeah. Yeah. no, in the book. In, in the book, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think. So, is, can we say that she doesn't deserve that kindness? Because I don't know. In a roundabout way, I'm really playing devil's advocate, but he thinks that he's doing something that will enable her to live the life that she's supposed to, and yeah. make it her choice to do so. No, so uh, he's trying to give her that. Uh, I agree, and I, I think he does think that's a kindness in the book, mm. um, but like. 
I think he knows the world they inhabit, but she can't do that. It doesn't matter, yeah. like, because it's this established thing that men have affairs and women stay with them. He's put her in a position where, if if she says to all her family, Michael's having an affair, she seems weak, and then they expect yeah, her to stay with yeah. him anyway. I think this that is perception of positive yeah. Exactly, and I, I I think that makes it even more challenging. Whereas in the movie, the fact that he is having this affair and she gets to walk out on him is much more of like a. Not not even that, but I think I think I think that is what Astrid wants to do in the movie. The character establishes much more. I might have forgotten, but in the film, do we see Charlie? Yeah, Charlie's at the end. He's He's at the the end. There's a whole character of Charlie in the book. With whom she spends a week. He's an old oh, he, he's an ex-friend. Doesn't he appear at the end? Yeah, yeah Harry. Right, and yeah. in the uh, in, in the book, he's like a billionaire tech mogul. He's um, in love with Astrid. And he's in love with Astrid and tries to save her marriage right. uh, because Michael wants. To, Michael can't deal with the family because he feels lesser than. Because regardless of what he does, he'll always earn less and be seen as less. So Charlie in the book uh, has his billion-dollar company uh, secretly buy up. Michael's this company. sounds like Dallas. Or <laughs> yeah, like, and like yeah, pay them out like hundreds of millions of dollars to keep it afloat. Yeah, yeah, so he can elevate Michael to their level. So like he's trying to save their marriage because he loves Ashley this much. He wants to. So he's willing to sacrifice his own love for her. Love for yeah. her yeah. So she can be happy with Michael. But now he's in yeah. You see, but that yeah. wouldn't have taken too much in the film. No. It, again, you would only need a scene and it would make a character dimensional, but I don't really think that the... Yeah, but I think the problem is you, you're already running the two hours of the movie. If you add in everything essential to Astrid's story, um, you, you're adding like another half an hour, and it's not the, it's not the, what the, movie, the movie's not telling that story. It's not Astrid's film, yeah. is it? It's very yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the book, it is essentially those two relationships, Astrid and Colin, well, slash Charlie, slash... Uh, um, Nicholas and Rachel are like running parallel so yeah. you're seeing then, the two differences and essentially Astrid and Michael's yeah. relationship is, is like a, they're trying to foreshadow what could happen to, to Rachel and Nick if they carry on this, yeah. this trajectory like Rachel could become Michael in their relationship with it. I, I hated Astrid so much in the book she was my favorite character in the book and yeah. I just well I found her also very complicit in the situation with her husband and kind of playing stupid almost to what was going on. But like she, uh, but because of the culture, that's what she feels. That's what's expected because yeah. she knows so many people on of, of her social level yeah. who have husbands who are having affairs, and it's just a done thing. She feels like if if it's the the best for like her how her family seen in society, and the best for her son, who she like puts ahead of everything. I didn't think she was a very good mother. <laughs> like really? she, the, the, the kid, like especially in the film as well, it's like the nanny comes up, it's like your son has woken and would like to see you, and she's like okay, and like spends the reading him a book in French. That's literally what motherhood is at that level. Yeah. yeah. There's like doesn't spend obviously never spends time. If she spent more time, like if she looked after him properly, she, like, I that, that would, wouldn't be. Um, have you seen Goodbye, Christopher Robin? No. The, the parents like totally. Yeah. Just gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was the best mother in the movie. <laughs> well, no, Carrie. Yeah, Rachel's mom. Rachel's mom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But in terms of their social situation, because in the movie she she comes home and she sees yeah. him immediately. She reads the bedtime story to him. She takes him to make dumplings. They're making dumplings what, does together. Does she see him when she spends the season in Paris though? <laughs> At all? I think, um, is it Pe- Peeklin? Am I saying Pe- Peeklin. Peeklin. Her parents. Her parents are great. Oh, they're wild. I didn't I enjoy did them. But, but like, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of the movie, they're like, 
middle of the road. Yeah, middle class. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I valued that parenting. Yeah. No, no, I thought that I thought they were great. Yeah, so though after all of that, because you do get a lot more in the book in introducing those characters, obviously, then um, in the book you go to um, the first class scene, which is essentially similar in the film as well. Um, the first when they're in first class in the airport. Oh, the first class scene. Yes. Where she realizes, oh, what is going on? I'm not sure. Would they really have sex on the plane? In their little do they, area. Do they in the book? It's no, still quite open. No, 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 they, they don't mention yeah. that in the book. No. no, they don't in the book at all. It's like it's like booth though. It's like a yeah. private yeah. private area yeah. and the turbulence. <laughs> you can't tell what's happening. The sound down, drown out the sound. It was such a weird conversation though. I did feel about him trying to like awkwardly explain that his family has money in the film. Yeah. Um, and that her, she not she, her not pushing as hard as I thought she should, which in the book as well, I'm like, come on, ask some questions. Well, did it bother anyone? Again, without knowing about the like the culture, yeah. Like the, you get the scene in the movie where the mum's joking about like, oh, maybe he's like a poor, poor family, and that's yeah. where he's talking about money and stuff. But I, I, I wonder if there is like a. Like people are aware of the fact that like Singapore is like a fair yeah. nation. so maybe she she thinks he might be uh, a little bit rich. Yeah. Like obviously not to the level he is at, but like she went to university with Pete Clinton. She's yeah. aware of like what rich people in Singapore are like. So maybe in her mind she's like, oh maybe he's like as rich as Pete Clinton. Maybe that's why he's treating me to first class. Like if this is the first time he's shown you like how, how he's got money, maybe she thinks, oh he we're doing this big fat trip to his like to see his family, maybe he's treating the first class to like put me at ease and make me feel like, special for this this trip. Yeah. What did you think of the because there's a fairly long scene them in the first class in the film. Because that kind of was establishing because I think it's at a different point that she like asked him some of those questions. Well again something I I think the film glossed over, which was one of the more fascinating aspects of the book is the varying levels of self-awareness that these people have right. about their wealth. Right. Where you can forgive... Astrid was probably a little more self-aware than a lot of the other characters, but she still was at this rarefied level where she just doesn't quite understand in her interactions with people just how wealthy she is and things that she doesn't have to consider yeah. or, or do. And I'm getting the sense in the film that you know, there's that great scene in the, in, in the book where the mother's mm-hmm. looking out the window, but uh, she's still thinking that they're not rich enough, even though she's in one of the finest addresses in the city yeah. with one of the most perfect views, and yet it's still not considered enough. And she's probably living 99% yeah. better than the rest of the world. Of the world. And I wasn't getting, I wasn't even quite getting it from Nick in that scene, yeah. which I'm also, in, you know, in in the book, I was getting more of a sense of him going, "Oh no, we can do this. I, we yeah. can have this little bit of relaxation and yeah. comfort and extravagance because I come from a fairly well-to-do well family." But he's still not willing to admit how wealthy. Just how wealthy. Yes. So I don't think. But do you not think it occurs a, to him in the way that it would occur to Rachel? But do you yeah. not think it's a he's he's worried that it's going to affect the relationship? He says in the movie like we spent this year in New York together, just us and like 
like was in bubble, this yeah. in this bubble, like, and you don't want to break that illusion by going, oh yeah, we're billionaires, mm-hmm. like, because like, it doesn't like that will affect someone, like, yeah. it will change how someone sees you, like, there's no e- there's no there's no good time to tell someone that. Can like, I draw a really low bar reference go go to anyone who wants to love Ireland. Oh yes, <laughs> no, no, there totally. was a couple on yes. that. Yeah. So one of the guys was genuinely a millionaire. Yeah. Um, and he didn't want to tell her, did he? In the end, yeah. someone, other people on the island told her. Yeah. And then it completely changed her perception of him. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. They've been arguing like before, and all of a sudden yeah. they weren't arguing she anymore. She already <laughs> agreed to everything. Yeah. yeah. So also, I think it is that. Yeah. It's almost as, like, it's but it's almost a source of shame for them. Yeah. And like, anxiety is not necessarily, although it, ultimately it's a very helpful, beneficial thing. When you're living it, and I think also, I don't know if this is a gender thing or not, but when you're expected to maintain it, so he is next in line, that is going to be his responsibility to maintain that as well. Yeah. It becomes a source of stress rather than a source of pleasure. Yeah. Like, to, to, to say this, like, the, in, in the book and the movie, they, uh, they say that uh, Rachel's dad is in prison. It's not really her father, but like that's the yeah. information they find out. That say she knew that, say that yeah. was her father, and she knew he was in prison. At what point does she tell Nick that? Oh, this is not in the film. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, parts of it. Are part, parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, like, but, but broadly, like, say, say that was yeah. all true, and she yeah. knew her dad was in prison in, in Singapore. Yeah. Like, when does she tell Nick that? If he, when he asks about her parents, does she immediately go, "I live with my mum. My dad's in prison in Singapore." Yeah. Like it's How an awkward thing, gonna, yeah. yeah. It's one of these. The longer you leave something like that, the harder it is to like tell someone. Same with being like yeah. a billionaire playboy or whatever. I also found like that is the establishing scene of his sort of lies by lack of omission was because just sort of made me think, oh, you're kind of dense. Like you are a really pretty package filled with bricks, essentially. Who's this sir? Uh, Nick. That, okay. Yeah, I just found him like continually. Yeah. But, but, uh, that he didn't realize this was important to establish with her. Maybe, yeah, but do you not know, feel like he... In New York, they're equals. They're both investors. Yeah. They live together. They're earning, assuming, similarly wages. They're doing similar things together. All of a sudden, it changes their dynamic. Yeah. Like, if he was poor or rich, either way. Like, if um, his mum yeah. um, makes a joke, like, oh, what if he's a poor man? Like, no, 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 home, but I'm... Because like, st- there's a conversation also in the book that he has with... Um, Astrid, where she's like, "Oh, you don't think you need to tell her?" Which they have in the like the party scene in the film, and him, him saying like, "Oh, she's a New Yorker; she'll be fine." I'm like, <laughs> but, but that, that's him being wishful thinking. Like, yeah. he, I think he knows he should tell her, but like the, the longer it goes on, the harder. It is. And I think he he wants her to go to Singapore and meet her family so much, and he's worried if he says they're billionaires, she'll be like, "That's like going to be an awful, awful situation to be in." I think he, he knows she can handle it, but he thinks she won't think she can until she's actually presented with it. Which is very bad of him, like selfish yes, of him. Yes, it's but, horrible. Yeah, but there's been no impetus to this point. Yeah, when yeah, he would exactly. need to tell her. They've established their life in New York yeah. together and they're quite happy. They're, he's very distant from that, that life. Yeah. It's, only, it's only because he has to go to Colin's wedding that this all becomes an issue. Well, he's just then delusional, I guess, that he thinks, oh, my family's going to accept her, it's going to be fine. The fact that he didn't, he lived with them, you know, until, you know, probably almost 30 years old. And he knows how they are. Yes, that you you never realise that they were not maybe as nice as... But I think she's got lots of clues that he's like, like his family at least are wealthier than he She's met Astrid, and she's aware that Astrid is this kind of like... Um, fashion icon back in Singapore. Like she's met her and she's, all, she's aware that, that this is 
Yeah, but she's aware that this is a thing, and like clearly Astrid wears like very expensive clothes and is like living in this high life. holiday in Paris. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. she's like aware that Nick's like moves in this kind of circle. Maybe she doesn't think he's that she's rich, but she knows she's moving in these circles. Yeah. So. And like I say she went to a college with people, and she's aware that like people are very rich and stuff. Um, so in the film next, you have the airport scene, which is pretty much on par with the book. So they change one massive thing. Um, so in the movie, they pick them up and it's all lovely, yeah, yes. and they go off driving in this yeah. car. In the movie, they get picked up in like blacked out, pimped out, yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like four by fours. One's for their luggage and yeah. one is yeah. for them. And that's like another building block to like, maybe things are like, not, not what they're expecting. Um, and I thought the establishment of Colin and Aramitha. Yeah, yeah. I, I cannot pronounce her name. Because, uh, like, in the book, they describe the fact that she's, like, very shabbily dressed, dressed, and they seem very ordinary. Yeah, and the movie does yeah. the similar yeah. thing, yeah. Which is kind of she was character like the transition from that to her Hindu. Yeah, yeah, it's Great. fascinating. So she's yeah. in Maniac as well, yeah, and she's supposed to be really good in that. Yeah, I thought she was really good in it. Yeah. 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 Really good. Um, and I thought Colin was like amazing. Yeah. Did you like the, really the, the, the casting yeah. for them? Because they're not like huge in the book in that sense, but... It's fine, but I yeah. didn't spend enough time with them to really get a yeah. sense of them. And there wasn't really thing required of the actors to do, do. But they, he, he had one of my favourite added scenes though uh, Colin the, 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 I'm doing a little bit yeah. but the scene when him and Nick like leave together from the um, the stag party and they had that little scene when they're like talking over yeah. beers I thought it was like a really lovely little scene yeah. um, it was lovely but I thought that was the perfect point to have the scene where he's Telling Nick a little bit more about his conflict. Yeah, but, 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 again, really. but again, it's because the movie, the movie's not Colin's story. He's like a, a conduit for, for, for Nick's story. Yeah, I didn't really care too much of how well they need. They didn't really need to establish those characters in the sense, except by craving at least a bond for her with some people there. Because the, the market scene, which in the film is what happens next, is like her establishing some sort of connection and normalcy with his. Group, but again, I I, that's another scene where I wish it had calmed down for a bit so I could really get a sense of that market. It was just a oh, I liked it. of the quick food. editing, yeah. kind of touristic. But well, I think that was meant to like establish the energy of the market, yeah. though. The market was meant to be this busy kind of vibe. Like, do you think it's how you experience the new Yeah, impression. It's a series of impressions. Um, no, I thought that was very nicely yeah. shot. And the scene with his friend, I think, super interesting, is that it was basically like super plummy accents oh. you really yeah. do you really yeah, it just feel, and the, the way this yeah. whole primary school you really yeah. got a sense of like empire and like yeah. the, the thing and I was sitting there going like this is not the usual <laughs> yeah I think I mentioned earlier I had a problem with some of the dialogue the dialogue when they were sitting at the table was really weird Cause they, the, in the market in the market because they kept just repeating these very simple phrases and not having an actual conversation I don't know if you noticed that I found it super it's like someone forgot to like write an actual conversation for them to have together well, I didn't notice so what, what were they saying it was just like like he would say oh the food is so good and she's like what should I try next what should I try next like it was these people just having these really simple phrases and there was no actual conversation it, I just pulled me out a little bit I can mind that. Like, this is like uh, a girl who's just met two new people for the first time. I think it might be a little bit awkward. Well, I thought that was would have been an opportunity, I think, to get to know maybe his story more because in the book they I think tell the story about how he 
how Nick rescued him from being beat at school at the table. They uh, they tell yeah, the story. Yeah. Yeah. Do they tell the story? Different, okay. different, different, a different, different context, but they do yeah. talk about speech. Um, they talk about how uh, Nick uh, Bernard was picking on yeah. Colin and Nick steps in, but then Nick falls on his ass or something. Yeah. They, they, they established that as like a, a, how they met. Um, I just thought it was an opportunity to take more advantage of the scene conversationally than they did. Um, so then in the film that you go, you see Astrid with her husband, but in the book, it's when you meet Pickling afterwards, you go to her. Her place? Yeah. Um, it's when she picks her up from the. Yes, because yes. um, they don't really spend as much time conversationally in the hotel, I think. In the book, you just see that they have the one scene. How's the peakling character in the book? So, she's similar except the big difference is that the family doesn't know who Nick Young is. And there's this whole storyline about the fact that their family is so wealthy that no one knows their name. Yeah. So it's all about her family investigating and trying to find out information about who yeah. he is. Because they, they know who Colin is in the, in the, the book. And they're like, as soon as they find out she's going to that wedding, they're like, who is this boy you're dating? How was he invited to the wedding in the century? Yeah. Uh, but they've got, they've got no idea who like, Nick and his family are until much later. A kind of like the representation of her in the film is quite a bit. Aquafina? Yeah. yeah. Because I kind of felt like things they were pointing out, I thought was very contextual. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, she speaks with a very like black scene, and you know yeah, how well, characters. I but I kind of feel like I kind of feel like it's like a suburban American into like they love rap culture and yeah. the way they talk, and I kind of felt like she was kind of like that, and they were yeah. kind of whole family was like this nouveau rich. Um, yeah, Trump yeah, yeah, is yeah. Trumpish type, and of they even thing. mentioned Trump in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, but that's only in the book. They changed yeah. the dog's name in the film. Oh, I don't know that. I think it's called so it's Rockefeller, Vanderbilt, and there's an A. Yeah, I can't Astoria or something. Yeah, it's like it's something like that. So they in the book one of the dogs names Trump, but they decided to change that <laughs> for the film, which I thought was funny. But I loved that. Could family. you have done without? The comically pervy brother. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was super bizarre. Was like, oh, so I was again, like, that's just a really poor choice. Yeah, it's an easy choice. And to them make. accepting the fact of him taking photos of them. Maybe shoot that down. I think. I would have rather had more Aquafina than yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that, that, that was probably the, like, my least favorite choice in the movie. That, that, that character was like. Unnecessary. Yes. He, he, he got lots of laughs, though. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. What did you think of Aquafina's character as Well, I thought she injected a lot of personality yeah. into yeah. it, but I, and I think she needed to be the colorful best friend, didn't she? Yeah. Mm. It is. It was weird because, like, I think that at that moment you're like, everyone's accents are very different. <laughs> like her dad has a very Straightforward American accent versus her having this like weird Brooklyn sort of street accent. Mm. Like, she looked different as well. Hasn't she got like long dark hair? If I know that. I can't remember her. Yeah. I remember thinking as I was because obviously I saw the film first. Yeah. I had this image in my head, and I remember reading it, being like, okay, this doesn't sound <laughs> this like not quite the same person. woman, but you know. I, I, really I do like... think she's quite a little bit different character. Yeah, I, I liked. They made a few small changes to the movie, which I really like. Yeah. Just little stuff like um, she didn't have a driver. 
she yeah. drove herself around. I know it's in like quite a ghost yeah. kind yeah. of like yeah. pink car, but I like the fact that she was like the one driving yeah. around and yeah. taking them places. Yeah. So I, I liked that a lot. In a movie, mm-hmm. I think, wasn't she gay in a movie? They, oh, they I, think that? I think so. They, they made I, references to that. Yes. Yeah, they, they say like reference. Oh, the Ellen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, do you come yeah. back, Ellen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what made me think. I think they, they were coding her as maybe yeah, 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 gay, yeah, 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 but yeah. rather than actually saying it out loud. Yeah, it's it's like with Oliver as well. He's like, I'm the rainbow sheep. They don't actually yeah, say that yeah, he's yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah. Sort of inclined. Well, that one was more of his, like the, the thing of being gay went over my head. See if that was I, coded. I don't know because you have Oliver in the book, and I don't know if they make any specific references. And I would be interested to actually know in Singapore what gay culture is and if there is like how open it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, but I'm, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm I am ignorant on yeah. what that would be. Um, in those you families, seem to assume a larger role in the film than Oliver? in the novel. Hmm. I mean, the scene with uh, Kitty is there, I guess, yeah. They, they, they did a few things where, um, like, Oliver became a few of the characters, like, he filled roles in other spots. Like, when they, like, pick up dresses for the books there, and he becomes that character in the book, and you have, like, a, a different guy. It kind of, like, in that kind of sense, it kind of just felt like you were watching a fairy tale where, yeah. sort of, like, um, the Okafina character was, like, the nurse. <laughs> and then you'd have, like, you got the fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so after that, in the book, you have Nick and Colin talking about marriage, which in the film is after the bachelor party. Whereas, so in the book, Colin views the marriage as a positive thing, but in the film, he views it, he tries to dissuade him, which I thought was a weird change. I don't know if he's trying to dissuade him. I feel like Colin is uh, really happy for his friend, but he's worried that he's kind of swept up in like his New York romance with this girl and he wants to make sure he's actually considered like how this impacts like every other element of his life. Yeah. Um, Colin's made the choice that he knows he's going to have and he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin has never felt the liberation of being on another continent yeah. Yeah. and being able to relax and, and live a life as he chooses to yeah. do so. Because in the book Colin has severe depression and a lot of his relationship with Nick is that Nick helps him in those moments when he's dealing with his depression, which was kind of interesting. Just talking about mental health as well, I yeah. think, in the book. It's quite unique. And in, in the book, at the end, you have a, a bit of a flip where, like, Nick's obviously very down after things with him and Rachel kind of go the way they go, and, and Colin's kind of like the, the rock for him. Um, but there again, I felt like the film didn't really want to introduce any dark element. So it yeah. just yeah, it, it no. lost over they, a lot of that. If they if they add in a, like a throwaway thing that comes depression and don't like, expand on it enough, it feels really jarring. I think if you're going to do that, you kind of have that to. Might be, and yeah, that might seem just more ex, you know, exploitative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you need to play out a little bit more. Um, so then in so you have like in the film you have Peekling dressing her and then Rachel obviously having uh, lunch with the family and then in the book as well then you go to having Rachel being dropped off at the grandmother's house I was kind of underwhelmed by the house in the film I thought it was going to be bigger you're crazy I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was going to be like House of Versailles and like just I don't know my re- expectation was a little to me the reveal in the film yeah. had none of that the tension and the build-up that it had in the book where you're going through that park that everyone yeah. knows and everyone is a bit confused as going up where do you mean there's a house here we can't even find it on a map yeah. that we've that we've uh, yeah. studied 
And there's this incredible tension and build-up in the boat as they're going through the park trying to find out, and then suddenly the house... Yeah, there. Again, I, I felt like the, the film rushed that sequence, so they were driving in the dark for a little bit, then all of a sudden they saw the house and the party, and, the, and it, didn't, it didn't have any of that. For me, that same I think, sense of... Like, you, you've got the scene like just before it where she goes to uh, Peter Singer's house for the first time, yeah. and like Rachel's blown away by seeing her friend's house for the first time. She looks more feature out front, <laughs> and these two grand doors, and like, it's all like Trump-esque inside, and gold, Very. and stuff everywhere. And like, she's clearly floored by it. And then you cut to like three hours later, she's at her, like, her boyfriend's grandmother's house, yeah. and it's like a mansion, and like there's hundreds of people here, and like chauffeurs for all the cars, and like valets, yeah. and the driveway, you're driving around the entire plot of the land to get to the front of the house. And it's that juxtaposition of like, she's blown away by this one apple of the house, and then the next one would fit three times into his grandparents' house. Yeah. Like, I think that's how you establish. The... But even, uh, even in, the, in the book, in the film, it's kind of tossed off as another comedic moment with the Gurkhas coming and looming around yeah. the car and yeah. suddenly being aware of them with their weapons. And I thought that was like another element. I don't know if it's in a, in a book, but in a film, like you see a lot of South Asian characters in the background as yeah. helpers and stuff. And you know, we, it's kind of reminds me of Mad Men when they have like the black characters. They, 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 they talk about like, the dark yeah. much yeah, more. Yeah, they don't really talk yeah, about like, the social aspects yeah. of that. Like, I like because yeah. they, they talk about those guards are these sort of prestige military sort of level individuals, which is really but fascinating. But it's a bit more alarming in the book yeah. as they're driving it's through like and suddenly these them. people are like, what, what is this? I thought we were just on our way to a, a home. Yeah. Why has it suddenly become a military exercise here? Why are these people here with their weaponry? And then, so then she meets the family, which in, so she meets Eleanor in the party scene, which I understand why you merge that into it, because she doesn't meet Eleanor until afterwards. And then you have that scene where she mistakes the nanny for the grandma, and then she meets the grandma, which I don't know if you realize, the woman who played the grandma was in the Joy Luck Club, which is the last all Asian film that was made. 25 years ago, which I thought is kind of, I don't know if it was purposely done, but like that sort of... It feels like it must yeah, yeah. yeah. It was interesting because I think because of the casting of Aquafina, they had to find a way to keep people her, involved. Yes. So, yeah, because so she, she, in, the, in the novel, she doesn't go into the party yeah, with yeah. her. She just drops her off. Yeah. She just drops her off and then she exits. Uh, yeah. I don't mind part. that. I mean, I, I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, but she was... She was there for the last taking the yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was... She was Introducing some energy for me, at least, into these uh, scenes. She's a comedic relief, yes. I think, more than that, I think it's good to introduce her into the wider cast because it means later on when Rachel was so distraught about what happens, at least Beacon's got more context for who these people are and how they live and what's happened with them rather than just hearing it second hand from from Rachel as she does in the book. Um, One other thing. In, in the book, it's established uh, in, a, in a stronger way why Nick and Colin want to get away from that bachelor party because there are just some really unseemly things oh, happening at it. All right, but we'll get to Yeah. So in the film, Astrid sees the text message from Colin's mistress then, which we... Michael. Michael. Colin, sorry. I didn't, see, I didn't even remember his name. Um, so you see that in the... That's merged into that... Then Rachel meets Oliver. Um, Nick 
talks to Eleanor, the Rachel meets the grandmother, blah, blah, blah. Then you have the bachelor and bachelorette party where they merge it together so they're at the airport together, which kind of, so like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah they cut them together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Make it a little more seamless. Um, and then I guess they changed Sophie's character yes. to be Francesca in the film? Yes. So the woman that she's met at the beginning, which is Sophie in the book, ends up being the villain, Francesca, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I think that was like a streamlined and yeah. made, yes. made, made loads of it. And it means you get to have Astrid be the kind of shoulder to cry on at the bachelorette party. So I'm really confused though. So when you're at the bachelorette party and you see Astrid exiting with her sunglasses on, what was she doing? She was just arriving. Okay. It was just like really bizarre and that she didn't notice Rachel there and it wasn't until she like bumped into her. I felt it was kind of bizarre. In, in the book, Astrid yeah. doesn't even... She's not there. She's not there. She's not even, yeah. she does not even at the bachelor. Yeah. I, I quite like the character of Sophie as like a companion for her. Well, um, uh, Astrid might not have known she was going to be there. Do they establish that she knows she's going to be there? Because like, Rachel gets like invited last minute. Actually, yeah. might not assume that like Nick's girlfriend who's just come to Singapore is going to be invited to the... The bachelor party. Um, how did you feel they dealt with the dead fish? They, I mean, they, they played it up in the movie. Like yeah. in, in, in in the book, the, she finds like the handbag that she's got on the shopping spree. It has like a fish like like inside it. It's dripping. And I actually she found the shopping spree way more interesting than the fish. Like the yeah. fish I can take will the shopping spree. It's such a great insight. <laughs> yeah, there's that line. I'm not saying it's a very special where it's like no one loves free stuff. They're just rich people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're all like <laughs> grabbing. It's just they play it for that effect in the movie so much more of a much more grandiose but they, they made the choice to make Rachel much stronger in that scene I mean, than yes. she is in the book she's the one who decides not to pull she's the one who decides not to pull yeah. say I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of showing that they have alarmed me in, in, in the book she's wanting to go Get the security and, like, and say well, something. Like the woman, uh, who, 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 Sophie, Sophie, like, comes her down and talks her down. Um, I think, I think, I think both work. I think you could, in the book, like the fact that she's upset about it is very understandable. And I think, well, it kind of bothers me the things like, oh, don't make this sort of from my feminist point of view that to say, oh, don't make a big deal out of it. It's you know just. But it's so saying, I think not saying something is the wrong. But I think they're right though, like they do it because they want them to say something. Because like there's nothing, she, there's nothing Rachel can do to them. Yeah. Like in their eyes, they're like above her in every I aspect. Think of that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's exactly what they want you to do. Yeah. Just playing straight yeah. Also, how did they not notice them burying the fish right across from them where they were dancing? <laughs> like literally, you could see them on the other next level. The, 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 the thing is like. Again, it's back to that thing of like they don't they don't see Rachel, but she's yeah. beneath them. Well, like, they see they... Astrid though; she's standing there next to her. Yeah, I, that really makes sense. That they were so close to them, and then that I found it odd the conversation between her and Astrid. They didn't really like say anything, but it felt a little bit awkward that when they were trying to bomb the two of them over. <laughs> I gave him, uh, I get him better doubt because Ashford's like reeling from this revelation of Michael because she's trying to put a brave face on it to like come to this big backstory but she doesn't want to like tell anyone but like she crumbles in that moment like that's why it's all people also set Astrid up as quite kind already like in her way like you know she needs the child yeah, yeah. Uh, her, like so you've already got that element to that so yeah. that kind of makes sense it just kicked with me like they'll yeah. just basically 
in the film, she's basically um, Princess Diana. Like Charles, she had the affair, she's like the whole TV, like keeping the presence. I think that was the whole aesthetic. Yeah. Maybe that was the whole thing of like. Fashion icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but the whole thing of like, you have to. Because that was that famous um, interview, she was like, I just had to endure the, the you know, that Charles going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I cannot feel it. Can you imagine if Kate said all of that about William? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I read the transcript once, guys. It was, it was <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so then the, the bachelor party. It was, it was a little too, like, American. Sanitized, I thought. Whereas in the book, it is. Dirty. They've got Jibio Yang there. Oh, he's and he's amazing. like a man. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like very well they played the music. Yeah, the yeah. actual bit where. Yeah, yeah. With the, the hell yeah, and you thought, what's going to be on the other side of the. like the? Yeah. But it was a very, like, uh, I don't know, um, like Florida spring break yeah, type yeah, of party. Yeah. I thought it was a little dull. Like it could have been. There, there are things that happen in the book that you would understand would motivate someone who doesn't it's want like to be. Like run away screaming. The bachelor, uh, like the, the bachelor party opens in the book with illegal dog fighting, yeah. which is like that they established that. They could like do that in the point. movie. They could have done <laughs> it in the movie. Shadows. No, I thought that was disappointing. That they could have gone further and more over the top with that. I, I kind of like the fact that it was what it was because yeah. it establishes Bernard as this guy who sees like big spring break style kind of like uh, MTV style yeah. parties as like the epitome of like man yeah. like dude culture and like that's him him doing his big parties this thing um, like international war or anything we, we do anything here and it's just like women in bikinis and like a bazooka yeah. like, <laughs> um and then you miss out on the escape scene, which oh, which is, which is incredible in the book, actually, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, so in the book, he pretends it he has like appendicitis or like he just something sick. like that, yeah. And so they have to get a helicopter, like a medical helicopter, to come and like get him in like on a thing to yeah. I don't know, but it's, it's quite not dramatic. medical, is it? They tell them it is. Yeah. They don't oh, yeah. notice but it's, it's just yeah, a yeah. child yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, that, that is the wonderful thing in the book. The, the reason Bernard doesn't notice in the book is because he's like getting a blowjob from like yeah. some woman who's like hiding. Yeah. So, he, so he's like, oh god, I don't want the party to end, but I feel bad for God. You're going to go? Cool, brilliant, yeah, back to the hot tub. But they, they structure in such a way so he's not going to be offended that they're leaving the party. Yeah, yeah they don't want to upset him. That was like such a scene, like, oh, these people are so gross, but it's like so dramatic and over the top in the book that I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you can understand why they yeah. want to leave. Yes. There and there's a third friend, though. Yeah. Isn't there? Mimet. There's one more. Mimet. Mimet. Yeah, yeah. So Which I thought stuff. was interesting because uh, one of the complaints about the film is it's not showing this, the other Asian cultures, and I think in the book it is able to establish for these, culture, these other cultures yeah, as well. What do you mean, like, the lower. Well, you're, no, 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 like Malaysian culture, mainland Chinese culture, Taiwanese culture. But wasn't it set in a tight knit? Well, not, not in the book. You have, well, in the book, you have like a lot of different interlopers coming in and out, yeah. sort of explain. Because also, like, you know, they, in the beginning, they're like, oh, she might be from Taiwan and sort of establishing. You get a little different. bit of that in the movie, yeah. but it's kind of throwaway. Yeah. Oh, and then you have like the Indian princess or something later on in the book. Uh, oh, no, at the party. Remember? That yes, Kitty party? Yes, talks to... Kitty? Talks to Kitty, Kitty yes, yeah. she like, loves it because she's my soap opera. So you get like little spotlights yeah. oh, of these other cultures, which I thought was really interesting, which you kind of miss out of, um, which I've heard as a complaint of the film in general as well. Yeah, but, but 
again, and, uh, I'm it's real mini series. You could do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two, two hours. What can you do? <laughs> You've got to cut the depression and all these other like very nuanced and interesting things. Yeah. But like, you can't do it in two hours, like unless that's what your film's about. Um. So and then you have oh well also you have like in the bachelorette party is when she finds out about the like ex girlfriend but in the book it's because it was a threesome. She finds out that Nick had had a threesome with this girl that she had met at the bachelorette party, whereas in the film it's just that it was the ex girlfriend, right? Uh, yeah, just like an ex girlfriend. Yeah. I bet you couldn't have that in a movie. Like, you could <laughs> have that kind of in a, in a book, but you couldn't have that in a movie because it would stain his character as yeah. yeah. the kind of person who has threesomes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, He's a prince charming in exactly. the film and has to remain so I heard unsullied. That he, it's his first film and he was it working is. in a hotel. Yes. Well, no, he was doing like. Um, Tourist stuff, isn't he? He was doing like interview thingies, like press junkets. Yeah. Like he was a person who would like interview for a press junket for films and TV and stuff. Like, and like very he's liberal. In that, um, a simple face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he so has like, another action film coming out as well. So it's like this movie he's really. Of, yeah. Well, I'm not sure whether or not he's a good actor or he was just really charming. <laughs> Just and good to look at well. Not just the face. Yeah. 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 She forgives him very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Well, uh, I think the discussion like is a little more ongoing, I felt like, in the book than in the film. She's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the rage is sort of sustained a bit longer. Um, I, yeah, I would be a little more upset, I think, that this person has put me through this. I don't know. It just established the wrong type of dynamic of the relationship, I thought. Well, he kind of indirectly put it, he? Like, yeah. he didn't put a fish in a handbag. Like, it's, he, maybe naively didn't necessarily realise how far everyone else around him could go. But like, I think the fact his mother gets a private investigator, yeah. and he is, like, he, I believe he is genuinely lost that by that. Like, I think he knows she's a bit, you know, yeah, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't think, even when that was, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe you've done this, how could you, like... That's like a whole other layer to his society that he's not really aware of. But I also, well, I feel like anyone who knows their girlfriend is going to be with someone who they dated before in like an intimate situation, you might say, oh yes, I went out with this person. Yeah. I think he's already like, hidden so much by that. Yeah, <laughs> just I'll be honest now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep being a liar. And in the book, you get a much better sense of how early on the mother has hired a private yeah. investigator. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just yeah. suddenly. suddenly uh, espoused yeah, yeah. in that in that one sequence. Oh, you've, what, yeah. you've done what? Well, you only get the hint in the beginning when the her mother's friend says, "Oh, I have a PI you can uh, hire," you can hire yeah. um, which he does. And there's like more scenes with that in getting the information. Her sitting on the information because she knows it throughout a lot of the book, obviously. Um, and so you skip that shopping. Oh, and then Francesca, which. Oh, Sophie, Fish. And, and Mandy. Yeah. So Man- then, so this is when Rachel meets Eleanor. This is how wow. far you are into that the book. That is deep. So th- it's not, I think this is the third part, actually. It's like, 
waited that long to uh, introduce yeah. Cersei Lannister. I know, exactly. And you meet the father as well in the book, which you do not. Right. You meet a lot of the husbands who are Yeah, they get rid of all the husbands. The film, yeah. <laughs> which is... I kind of like Nick's dad, though, in the book. I hated Nick Dad's oh, in the book. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I thought he was awful. Yeah. Uh, because he... Essentially, they established in the book and the movie that uh, Eleanor is seen as beneath who she married by like everyone else which is why she lets Nick be raised by his grandmother to try and establish him as like a, a favourite um, and in, in, in the book her husband just abandons her to deal with all this situation and goes to like he goes and watches Nick? his American like movie read Nick. cop shows like in the yeah. study like Nick <laughs> but, 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 abandoning but, his girlfriend to deal with his family and he's plays dumb he's, he's there with yeah, her he yeah. plays yeah. dumb about it like uh, Nick his dad does but maybe he because yeah, like like his dad is an example to follow. Yeah. Like, he's repeating the same yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Oh. And like in the book, you, the, the dad, like, when he does show up, he, like, he dismisses stuff and says, oh, Rachel will be fine and all this stuff. But, like, Eleanor knows how people will perceive her as she marries and stuff. You don't get the sense of how these men have amassed fortunes if all they do is laze around. They probably got it from... I mean, it's probably yeah, a lot money, of it. Yeah. A lot um, of it is family yeah. money, so it just runs through the generations. So you have Rachel forgiving Nick for the fish stuff in his family. Mm-hmm. There's that scene, and then after that is the dumpling scene, which I quite like as an addition. In the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when the family is together making dumpling, because I felt like it established the sort of opposition of. Western individualism versus Eastern collectivism and the sort of sacrifice that you make to establish your family in that culture. Yeah, and they established the power dynamics of the the women because you have this Rachel Eleanor confrontation and then like the the grandmother comes in and she undermines Eleanor immediately. And And then Astrid as well, you sort of see. Yeah, it's just, it's a fascinating little thing. Also, in a way, it kind of showed an appealing side to it. Like, yes, okay, they're all one-upping each other and there is an element of facility, but that is like a nice thing to sit and do with the family. Like, at some point, you're like, why does Nick even want to be a part of this? Like, why? But this, I thought, was quite nice. I mean, maybe I just really like dumplings. You're you're totally right. And it's like a manual thing, which they don't do very often. Figuratively getting their hands dirty with all these like million dollar jewels on them. It feels like this is how you introduce your girlfriend to your family, that you do these little idiosyncratic things and traditional things. That's why I think that scene was one of the better scenes in the film, because it was one of the only scenes that actually settled down for a moment and was quite observant and and allowed allowed some behavior to actually spill out and unfurl. No, it was very good. Um, so then you have Eleanor confronting Rachel about saying why she would never be good enough. Yeah. yeah. I was on the mum side in that, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, kind of know, it like, sense. I always feel like these kind of movies where you have Western ideology against Eastern yes. ideology, and it's sort of like a battle of what's better. And it's like, I kind of like the idea of, I like the idea of like, um, being of, being part of a family rather than your own because she says to her, like your yeah. own personal we, we don't live for our own passions yeah. or something like that and I kind of like the idea or the sacrifice that you make yeah. to her I don't know I mean I kind of feel like Western I kind of feel like it's a, it's a bit sort of like because one of my favourite movies is The Graduate and yeah. the whole idea of the whole Graduate was like I'm not going to conform and then it's like they're breaking the moors then after that 
rom-coms died because <laughs> you've, ri- you've got rid of all the res- restrictions mm-hmm. and what is it now just swiping well, the yeah. gender and it's like it's kind of like the yeah. restrictions I don't know well, and the, the maintaining of tradition as well, yeah. which you kind of lose, lose in sort of some aspects of Western culture is like by protecting your family, you're keeping those traditions with them. Otherwise, they disappear. So like the dumpling making, um, which is really important. Um, and then you have the wedding. Well, first you have the sort of transformation scene, which you have to have in every rom-com. They have to go from ugly to pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, an unfortunate uh, cliche, though in this in the film it's less about like you know taking her nerdy glasses off. And she's more never been seen she's on a track. Yeah. Has she? Like one of the things they say a lot is, "Oh, you're lucky she's good looking." Yeah. yeah. So like. Yeah. yeah. So just finding her a really fancy dress, which yeah. is fine. It's just paying yeah. more money. On yeah. Which you have in the book as well. Well, it's Peekling takes her to a fancy store, hmm. similar to having Oliver. Um, dress her. It was. It reminded yeah. me of Miss Congeniality, though, with the like the team of stylists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you have the weird runway of people at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Which is a good scene. Yeah. But then yeah, I think that whole scene was structured just so she could trump. Oh yeah. The one. Good woman. Bad girl. Um, and then and she's walking into the event. in the same wedding where she talks to the woman who's sort of like nobody, she's like so elite. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. yeah, she, does that happen? I don't remember. I don't where did remember she sit? Because she sits near the front, doesn't she? Yeah. And then. Does she... I thought her, her special knowledge was a bit weird. It's like, so you set up the micro loans that helps her. <laughs> yeah. I do. You're great sitting next to me. And it's like, <laughs> and everyone's in the back of like, feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it was trying to parallel that scene at the party where she's chatting to the Indian princess and the well, grandma. The, the scene. Yeah. yeah. There is a scene in the book that's kind of similar that I think it's shifting I to do. that. Yeah. Um, I really don't get the forty million. Where did it go? They said they spent forty million on the wedding. Oh. It did what not look. Expensive? It didn't look that expensive. It was speeding. It looked mad. In, in the book, they established it more easy, a bit more because in the, in the book they. The description uh, is amazing. In not the book. just that, but it's they've invited eight hundred and eighty-eight guests. Yeah, because yeah. it's a lucky number. Yeah. Um, and like, you're inviting that. If, if, you, if you have like fifty guests to a wedding, it's costing you like five grand to feed them. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're and you're feeding like these off. Well, where people. were those 888 people? Because the church was really tiny. I felt like. Yeah, but I don't think they're all in the church. The, the That's more the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest did. might have been gathered out in the square, somewhere yeah, watching exactly. on a large screen. <laughs> like at the royal wedding. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was a little less impressed. I realized like that wedding scene is very powerful in the film, and people really liked them looking at each other. And Everybody laughed in my cinema. Really? Yeah. Wow. We got lost last night in cinema, but I was so emotionally. I saw you sort of rubbing. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I was so, I was so into it. Honestly. What? What were those like mermaid socks? They were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Those, those cost a few million. At Did least. you get it when the little kid came through oh, throwing the oh. flowers? Yeah. Oh. I think the personal rivers like at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and then, with cleanup. Yeah. Uh, again, this is the problem you've got is like uh, a movie's not going to spend 40 million on a wedding scene yeah. just because a book tells them it costs that much. They've got to try and establish that it costs yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and it's just stuff like, again, this is very, very boring, but like they established they had like cordon off streets and higher security because yeah. like princesses are coming to this thing. They're spending money on all this side you of things. You have like the as prime well. minister yeah, exactly, that's coming exactly. and all the presidents and sort of. You know, they're telling you about these characters, so it makes it seem bigger and more grandiose. Which I think Kevin Kwan is very good at describing the environment you're in, that you really feel the opulence. Yeah. Book sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were dissing before. Um, and then you go to the reception on the boats, which I missed. They didn't have the boats. Yeah, again. And then it just. And I feel like, in the budget. and when yeah. they did the crowd scene, it didn't look, it looked quite empty, I felt like. Yeah. Big space there. Yeah. Um, I like the swing band a lot, though. Oh, that was really good, the dancing, actually. Um, I think what the film did well, maybe because of budgetary constraints, yeah. is they brought the moment at the, at the wedding of, down to Nick and Rachel. Yes. yes. It was about they're getting caught up in the moment and realizing that they would like this moment. And, and, they, and, well. they, and they play off the fact that like everyone knows that it costs 40 million yeah. and they're all going how does it cost 40 million where is it like they're, they're trying to act like they're unimpressed by the by the wedding still which I think is, is, is mm. part of the kind of one-upmanship of everything it wouldn't have mattered if they'd spent a billion on the wedding everyone would been like no they didn't this doesn't look like a billion dollar wedding oh it did oh sorry I forgot to mention and then you have the Astrid walking with the grandmother which mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't explain oh. I don't do you realise why she was walking in with the grandmother in the wedding? They do explain it, because they fight in the pub for the yeah. wedding, don't they? But, but the, problem, the problem is, like, uh, I thought, oh, they're explaining it, but, I'm like, but do I think they're explaining it because I know the reason already because I've yeah. read the book? No, I got that. When you were yeah, okay. You know, the way that they were like, oh my god, it's the grandma. Yeah. You, you get the impression. Yeah, she goes, yeah. Say thank you, yeah. and yeah. Like, you get the impression that she's. But did you, did you get the why? So essentially, the um, grandma's there as a distraction to show that because Michael's not there, so she takes the grandma because she's the only person that would distract I, her attention. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, 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 I think. I think. I, I see. I that. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and then the wedding party, and then you have the same scene in the book where Oliver is dissuading Kitty to leave Alistair to go follow Bernard which is the same um, and then so then you have Eleanor and Ama telling Rachel about her dad which I don't it doesn't happen at the wedding in the book it's like much later on they go to like a oh so you have the you have the Charlie scene which happens after that yeah. so instead of that scene you have her meeting Charlie which doesn't really matter because you, he's not important in the film obviously um, that's for the scene so when does it so it's not until the next day, I think, that they like make them come to the house, I think, or something, and then they confront her because they realize at the wedding how serious he is about her. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that they put that in there, I guess. Mm. But they, and then they got rid of explaining the fact that he's in prison because he killed all these people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah that is right. Like industrial accident. Yeah. So like in, in yeah, they, in, in the book, it's, he's in prison because he's responsible for this huge industrial accident that tons of people died for. That's one of the most yeah. melodramatic. Yes. Yeah. 
But the, the, her mother's relationship is, is much more traumatic. Yeah. Yes, it is. And yeah. it explains much better oh. than the doesn't it? Oh, yeah, he did bad things. It, so it doesn't to seem me. like it's that big of a deal. <laughs> but in the film, there's a real yeah. impetus of why so you, the you're mother here had when to get find out. out of the country because her life was threatened. So essentially, right after she finds out and she like passes out from finding out, then you have Astrid walking out on her husband, where you have that confrontation scene. Um, which, I don't know, I feel like she's trying to redeem herself, but I don't really believe it. How do you mean? Like, she's trying to, you know, put it on him, saying he's a coward, and that she, you know, should have never had to sacrifice anything for him, and it's his fault. Like, was kind of bothered by her position. Like, I didn't... I, she wanted you to be sympathetic with her, and I wasn't, though. Not oh, really. Maybe you've got a dark heart. <laughs> yeah. Sympathetic with her the, the yeah. entire way through, yeah. I think she's frustrated with him. Understandably. Also, it's probably the first bit of adversity she's ever experienced. Yeah. Like, when something doesn't go her way. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know how to deal with it, and that's what she wants. I, I think in the book, it's established their frustrations, their personal frustrations are explained much better. You can yeah. understand both their. Yeah. perspectives and why possibly that's an impediment for them to actually interact about this and, and surmount it. Whereas like in the movie, kind of felt like that, is it Monster in Love? So yeah. Like, yeah. It kind of turned into that because she was like, it's game three now. Like, yeah. you know, like she actually mentions it and it turns into more, kind of, kind of loses that subtlety. Yeah, it does. It does. And it makes it, it makes her choice much more simple mm-hmm. of why she needs to leave him because he's, and it's the, yeah. it feels like in the film they're setting up that he's, it's not because he's actually still in love with her but can't deal with the family. It's more that he's just cheating on her and he's an asshole. Whereas in the book it's a more complicated than that. Oh, yeah, much more complicated, yeah. Um, You've got a sense of how they treat him like a servant. Every technological failure, they're, they're at him going, oh, you're here now so you can fix this for me. So we can't go to a party and just relax. Everybody's there. You need to do something for me. Yeah, treat because him like a, a servant. And then it's, it's thrown in a way that it makes the, the person asking him to fix me for me, they feel like they're being nice. Because they're like, oh, I know this thing about you. You do technology. This is nice of me to ask you to fix this. You can feel important. It feels like they're doing him a favor by asking him to do all these. And he, and he explains to her at one point, you know, in all the years yeah, that we've yeah, been yeah, together, yeah, your parents yeah, have never yeah. once invited my parents Yes. To partake yeah. of anything. She doesn't even realise until that point. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, no, they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> what a revelation. That yeah. I'm forced to endure all your family sort of dramas and yeah. dinners and events, but you know, my family, you know, you don't give a shit, obviously. And then she doesn't even know about this cousin who has the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's living through yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, oh, you've never asked him about his family and how they're doing? Yeah. And so, she doesn't realise at one point her brothers took him. Oh yeah, that. Oh, that's a great. On one afternoon, and said, you know, our sister makes more money than than you do in one day. Yeah. And they but tell him about all. They reveal all the properties that she owns. Yeah. Like literally, sit him down and like show them him like a uh, her portfolio. Prof- her portfolio about how much she's worth and stuff. Yeah, yeah it should have been a TV series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then you have Rachel going to say at Peaklings, which is the same, but then you have her calling her mom to confront her in the book and like having this huge fight. Um, and then you have the days of depression and then her mom showing up. But in the middle of that, in the book, you have her talking with Nick 
um, they meet up, and that's, I guess, the scene that's after the fact yeah. in the film. Um, and she decides to go to China, essentially, in, in the, the book. book. Yeah. She wants to go and see her dad, who's like imprisoned or whatever. And this is odd that they didn't choose to to create the scene as it is in the book because it would work into the melodrama of the film. Yeah. Because yeah, she yeah. stops her right at she's about to get onto the airplane. Yeah. But she's going. Is she going? She's going home. She's not going to China. I thought she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was going to China. Did she go to, go to China? China. Well, yeah. I thought they were going home. No, in the book, in the book she's like peeking the driver's yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. airport. Her mum pulls up. On a private jet. Um, so yeah, so you have the mum coming and then her finding out that it's him who paid for it. But so the ending is very different, obviously. Um, they decide to stay and Peekling, Rachel, Nick and her go to a bar together and kind of hang out, I guess. And then it's like, she says to her mom, oh, let Asians be Asians, essentially. I guess, and that's kind of the ending because he doesn't propose to no, her. No, he doesn't on this book. The ending of the film confused me because she has this. Is it? I forgot, I forgot what the game was called. But she has this game. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm going to give. I know this. the. the no, she goes. I'm going to give, yeah. and it felt genuine. Yeah. Like, he proposes, and instantly she's yeah. gone back on her word. It yeah. doesn't feel. It didn't feel right. So we can go back now then to. Rachel meets with Nick and denies him after like coming out of this depression. But you don't actually hear her ever say the words no. It kind of just skips, right? No, you, you, they have that be her reveal, like she reveals that information. That so, she has it. Um, but I love the Mahjong scene. I thought that was like a great I play. Was great. Yeah. Yeah, yes, that was, that was and probably then Perry, the best like, the poker. scene in the film. Yeah. The one that they created for the film. Yeah. Because yeah. it showed the competitiveness between the two of them, and they were both equal. Yeah, yeah. in that moment. At being able to strategize. Yeah. But again, I, I, I don't believe what happened in the film would actually happen. What her... That the mother would have this turnaround. No. After all of those years of tradition and knowing her own history. And I think she was... When she confronted Rachel on stairs, as you said, too, I think some of what she said was true. Yeah, are you her. prepared for this? Because to a certain degree... You are going to have to conform to this. Yeah. So I, I see her. Obviously, in that scene, she impressed Eleanor, and she put in here and showed her that I'm your equal, yeah. and was very strong. But I don't see Eleanor suddenly having this revelation that no, no, I think that this will be able to work somehow. <laughs> Uh, I really disagree. Was it? I, I really bought. I really bought into the, like her uh, not change of heart, but I think I think in that moment Eleanor realised that she she was becoming the thing that she didn't want to become. Like she was yeah. becoming the grandma. She was all of a sudden deciding what was good enough for her son, yeah. and looking down on someone the way that she was looked down on, and like she didn't want to perpetuate that kind of thing. In a really like, roundabout way, there's an element of thinking that she's protecting Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. She's like. Maybe not even consciously, yeah. but she's like, doesn't want to go through the same way. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my reason. But then was she willing to withstand What's gonna happen? the aftermath of that? Of Nick actually marrying Rachel? Yeah, because I think the difference would be whereas when she, when Eleanor married her husband, she had no one on her side. But now Nick married Rachel, they've got Eleanor. 
I feel like that all of a sudden that changes. Also, a lot of the children yeah. who are adults, but they're all breaking those narratives. Like Astrid's getting divorced, um, like Bernard's marrying Kitty. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that she's not the only woman with that shame anymore. She, you know, yeah. perceives shame. But all of that generation are doing what the parents don't want them to. So it's kind of I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that maybe in the other two novels they actually yeah. do, he proposes, and they do find a way to get married and it's yeah. all explained. Yeah, yeah. But I think, again, because the film, I'm sure when they were making this, of course, no one knew that it was going to be a success. Yeah, yeah. It was a huge gamble. So he probably thought, this is my chance. Yeah. I better do it. I know he doesn't propose to her in the first yeah. novel, but... Oh, got, this may yeah. be all I, that if I have, movie, so I've got to, got to yeah. the proposal. Yeah. That's not the move they made. Yeah. Exactly. If they'd had all that set up and yeah. then they ended without them proposing, it would have been like, the no audience would have been yeah. like, the general audience would have been so dissatisfied with that yeah. conclusion. What do you think of the? But realistically, yeah. I don't believe. <laughs> oh yeah, no. And then no would have turned around. Yeah. She's ingrained in that society, yes. and it does not, it does not compute yes. for her to That's even. So apparently, though, they filmed an entire scene where he... You know the scene where you see the two of them on the patio in between? Where they're, like, just standing together and she's looking at him? Apparently there was a whole dialogue scene there where they talk about it, but they cut it from the film? Where they actually discuss and, like, she says why she's giving the ring to him. Eleanor. Yes. So, yeah, so that scene is supposed to be longer, but they cut it out. I don't know if you'll ever see it, but yeah. So there is, there was written a conversation that they have that, but why she changes her mind. Do you not think it's a simple, it could be as simple as she's scared to lose him? Again. Yeah, I she's think already, that's, She's yeah. already given Nick up once to be yes, raised by his, his grandmother that's part of it. to try and move. And like, she's worried that, A, that that sacrifice is going to be for nothing. If Nick just says, I don't want any of this, yeah. moves to New York to follow Rachel to get her back, She'll never see him again. Everything she's gone through to establish him is for nothing. Like her yeah. entire her entire existence in Singapore has been for nothing. So she has to take control of it and be like, no, like yeah. if this is what Nick wants, I can stand by him and and keep Nick and, and have some kind of relationship with him. Even, maybe even like an actual relationship yeah. with him. Is rather it in than the air though? Does any have to come back and run? No, not necessarily. There are other options with, with Colin, where he's like, would you give it all up for Rachel and let like Alistair and everyone else? Have their pick of the everything. Yeah, but um, it's also the grandmother's decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. inherits. He's the like money. The prize. I know. He's a favorite. If, if, if anyone was eyes, if he leaves for New York indefinitely, they still have money. They're fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it but has it, to again. It has to follow the conventions of a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Anything other than that, it would be something different. Yeah. And it would be. Too real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it obviously has to be a bit of fantasy. Yeah. 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 I think it would be the satisfying the film that you sat through an hour and a half yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, without that. Especially if you have no context of the book. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, why? <laughs> why yeah, it's like to be presented with this fantasy up until yeah. now. Why not? So, yes, you have the scene where he comes and follows her on to the, the airplane, airplane, which again so is a classic. Like, it's like, like a Hallmark movie or something. It's very. Oh. The scene for the wedding singer. Oh, I liked I liked the people with the sweaty armpits. No, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> just like, the fact that I mean I, I guess in one sense I did like the fact that they they made spatial sense of it. If he's going to follow around an airplane, he's yeah. going to have to keep getting yeah. in and out of people's way. And that's yeah. like the only time you get to see normal people. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 
But I probably could have done without the chorus of people afterwards, after she accepts. Yes. Well, they're like clapping and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People do that. They would. If I was on that plane, I would have clapped. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, but then the party when all the family members who were like shady to her before are like hugging her as she's walking in. I'm like, okay. But, but do you not think that's because Eleanor's given her approval? So now the rest of them have got the Because you have that one scene at the wedding when they're all like tutting at her, yeah. and you have that one woman who's like, I love your dress, yeah, and then yeah. sits down. It's like they feel like they want to embrace her a little yeah. bit because Eleanor's like, nope. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like the ending kind of felt like it's not over. Like, in a sense, like they still hate her. And I kind of felt like, to put a real world perspective on it, it kind of reminds me because didn't she say in a speech like, um, um, if you're going to marry him, it's going to be. What your what your feet that that hostility you're feeling now is going to be a hundred times worse. Yeah. Yeah. and it kind of reminds me uh, of like the Meghan Markle. Yes, definitely. With, yeah. Was it the the Duchess of Kent? Oh yeah, with the she was, the, the badge that pin with the gollywog on it. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that a, was she horrible. She had a pin with a gollywog on it at a at a, her first family function. And I was like, that is straight yeah. crazy rich Britain. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, it like, is. It's that's Britain. what. Yeah. And I bet hey, this what she was happened. asked to sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. You can no longer be an actress. Yeah. You're only. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. But to think that's that's just one person. Think she probably lives that. Yeah. I want to watch it with Megan. Yeah. So Rachel needs to be prepared to lose a, a, a bit of autonomy. Yeah. She has to. Because I feel just like she still hasn't understood that necessarily because I feel like he in the film as well like you can tell he loves being home with his family he loves his friends he loves being there he kind of un is almost accepting the responsibility that he's going to have to take over the family business because I don't see him giving it up so is she willing to follow him and I don't know Maybe. yet I think we're and, 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 and that is all marriages but giving up her agency and identity Essentially, and it happens in lots of marriages, not just like. Is she just going to become a billionaire housewife? That's the truth. I mean, it, it, there is there is a lot of tradition into which you need to slot yourself. Yeah, and yeah. I I understand that things develop, and there may be a bit more modernity introduced into some of these relationships, but it's still going to have to adhere to a particular kind of line of behavior because what is he compromising has he compromised anything no he hasn't given anything in the up film he doesn't no really. and nor in the book i don't think does he say i mean he's like antagonized his mother but never to the point that she's disowning him but he goes, he goes against his grandmother which is yeah. like the unspeakable thing like there's a thing where in the movie in the, in the movie she's like don't walk away from me yes. and he like goes after yeah. and, and what like, is the aftermath of that we yeah. don't know has, no. what, does she cut him off did she tell I him you are fine. no longer? <laughs> they're all still babies, though. Yeah. They all still see them as 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 boys. So yeah. they're kind of kind of it's easy to forgive. Right. They're, they're in, the, in the in the book they play on even more. There's the character of Charlie who's with Astrid. He takes Astrid back to his apartment, and he's still got his nanny who raised him. It's like still living with him and helping with yeah. him. And it really plays into that thing of like these are like billionaire men who are babies, yeah. Like, yeah. which is pretty fascinating. Yeah. And I think Nick is kind of a baby. Yeah. Like he's still a mama's boy and his grandmother, and still you know, and he's only like kind of showing a little bit of independence, but 
Yeah. No, it, it kind of it bothers me, I think, like, and I think it's because it's written by a man that, like, the men never have to make any sacrifices and it's always the women yeah. who give that up. that is the society. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, isn't the point of having an outsider coming in to try and change that, though? Or no, you just... That's the thing. That's the, that's, that's yes. the thing. She's bringing in the Western... But if she doesn't... Do you even really have really? allowed to yeah. exist within it, it's changed. Yeah. I know so, yeah. so many girls from the East who just go to yeah. uni and then they become Yeah, wives, but yeah. And they've got law degrees. Yeah. So you're doing... Well, she has a law degree as well, Yeah, Eleanor. it's the same thing. thing yeah. well, that's what yeah. She's got to toe the but line. But it's so sad and like yeah, disappointing, though. Right. And it's like, yeah. what are we just like continuing this cycle and these women are just have no sort of independence or voice? Eleanor, when she tells her, it's not about love. Yeah. It's culture. It's about just keeping something in place. Yeah. 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 Just be a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Well, and, there's no way yeah. that Rachel now like, she has to have kids. Yeah. So at some point in her career, even if she maintains all these kids. Well, they have oh, nannies. Yes. None of yeah. these women raise their children. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, but none of these women raise these children. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very different style of parenting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what does Eleanor do all day when Nick is being raised by his grandmother? She could have been a lawyer. Well, they have all these committees, don't they? Because yes, there's yeah, like, the asked her to join. She's like, yeah. I'm on this, 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 and, the, and you know, they fill their days. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, Astrid just shops her jewelry. <laughs> and that's Meghan Markle again. Yeah. That she joins <laughs> yeah. a bunch of charities and she yeah. becomes the spokesperson. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and same with William. Well, it's just the sort of like female Cinderella fantasy of like a rich man coming in to take care of you that I'm like, come on, this is why I'm like, you know, why is this the book? The book, the book yeah. gives you Michael, though, who gives yeah. you like a male version of that, yes. where he's, he's got to like go out and not provide, but like but prove yeah. himself as a man. Yes. Like, he, he couldn't stay at home. I don't think he could be like, oh no, Astrid couldn't be the breadwinner. Like, we'll live Why not? That. But if, that would be the progressive option yeah, to like, like do that. Like, like let so him be taken care of. On a man, the man yeah. has to yes. go out and build this thing, yeah. and that's why he's pushing so hard to do this. Tech this company. is fiction. You can push. You can do whatever you want, though. <laughs> but you you're don't have against to. Decades and yards yeah. of tradition. Yeah. This and, is not real. But it's based on reality. That's the problem. Like he's trying to present. Like as true to like as he can because like this is a, an area of, like I'm not aware of it's like a Western like, yeah. and that's what he's trying to present. Yes. All, all of a sudden he has been breaking these stereotypes. You go, oh, it's fine. You don't uh, don't appreciate these kind of rigid traditions that are in place. Um, but that's the point again of her as yeah, sort of the ABC who's are you know coming in and you know turning everything upside down. But like Michael talks about how he, he was kind of that when he first came to family, yeah. like he's not the same. And he's like, fallen into step. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's this like he's just a military man, isn't he? Originally yeah. in the book, and I was like been pushing into this tech thing, and he's trying to build this thing. And he's and he's he was like a an outsider who came in and broke the norms, and they've immediately put him into this mold, and they're trying to like force him into this yeah. this thing that he clearly isn't. And that's why he's like trying to break out of it. Yeah. And I don't think that Michael, if he ever found out, which I'm sure he would at some point, that that infusion into his company to make it successful came from, from a manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. still not, it's still not going to solve their marriage crisis. Yeah. It's, it's going to exacerbate it, if anything, because he hasn't been allowed to create it. He hasn't proven yeah. himself. No, again. he hasn't. No, no. Someone, no. someone paid for it, so yeah. yeah. You know, it'll take a very long time for him to be successful, but I think he's going to want to be successful in On his, his own, time. Yeah. Yeah. 
not, not that something jumps starts. Yeah, but he, I think he would. He'd rather fail and then yeah. see him as a failure than then see him as like a handout case or like the poor oh, Michael couldn't do it. Like cheating yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the fact that she can go out in one day and spend more than he makes a year. multi-millions yeah. on one item of jewelry yeah. is a, an affront yeah. to him. What are your other notes that we didn't oh, cover? Oh, I thought it was really interesting that just culturally, like, you couldn't have this in America now because all the super rich are, cut, are clipped. Yeah. So they can't... That was the 80s in Dallas, you yeah. could do that. You yeah. can't do yeah. that now. And so, like, the, the, the Asian cultural dominance now is in this film and it's, like, BTS and, like, Korean K-pop. Yeah, yeah. And, like, their, number, their, like, their album was number one yeah. in America. And it yeah. seems like... You've got it seems like, like yeah, K-pop exactly. And, and it feels like American culture is on a decline. Oh. They have no money. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, and then you can only luxuriate in this sort of, like, spectacle of wealth yeah. in these kind of things. Well, you have it's that, you have that point at the start yeah. of the movie and in the... In the oh, yeah, let China sleep, because yeah, when she wakes, yeah. she will... We were talking about at work though. I noticed the crazy rich Asians essentially. And yeah, the, yeah. the majority of our business is Asian, Middle East. I mean yeah. the English and Americans have no money anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of feel like even culturally, like um you could make this film with in set it in Mayfair and have yeah. it like but it's not going to be a, yeah, and it'll be yeah. a whole kind of oh, thing yeah. where it's like and they have the cultural thing of like um, you know the as you're saying the restricted kind of thing whereas I kind of think England the closest oh, no. thing is probably the royal family that's the only but that's they're the only not thing. this rich they're not <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not, not even close but it's like yeah. what's yeah. the joke that Peakling's dad makes like do you want to be star their children in America starving yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, there's like, a lot of that there's a lot of little trolling with American culture. Yeah, but even like even down to the beauty industry, people yeah. are now buying into K beauty yeah. and J beauty, and it's you know that would never ten years ago you wouldn't even cross your mind except for those who were like super into skincare. But now it's like in super drugs you can get sheet masks, like just little infusions of culture in, without even really realizing. It's interesting seeing it the other way around as well. Yeah, I, no, it's fascinating. I don't know, you know, CIA used to go over to different countries and knock over their governments and now you've got Russians doing it to America <laughs> it's, like, it's, all, it's all turning around yeah. you know, um, we just over a little bit continually with his anxious tariffs <laughs> yeah. to yeah. China yeah. good luck with that Trump I think they can pay the tariffs yeah. yeah but have you read do you know anything about the sequel I you started it uh, I started next week yeah. Yeah. you have because <laughs> I, 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 like I was so into it the end too no, and does it does it follow the same characters? I mean, I've read like the first two chapters, and yeah, yeah, like, you, you you follow it. You, it's a continuation. Are they going? Is it them going to mainland China? To is that the storyline? Um, no, no, no. Essentially, do you remember how long the hotel sequence? Is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, some interesting tidbits: the fact that Michelle Yeoh is an actual billionaire, mm -hmm. uh, and the emerald ring in the film is her personal ring because they couldn't afford to actually get something made. I thought was, that was great. Yeah. And I, did I, tell, I told you that originally Netflix was the one who was producing the film and they offered them a three film deal 
billions of dollars, and he said no because he wanted to flip the coin on putting it in mainstream cinema wow. and not just having it on streaming service. And it's paid off so far? Mm. Yeah. It will be interesting if he will have a regret in, in rushing the marriage proposal through. Yeah. Again, at that stage, not knowing if there would be, it would be successful yeah. enough to have a yeah. sequel. Yeah, because then going, oh, now I've, I've backed myself into a corner because now it has to be a, come but, about their marriage yeah. rather than, you know, that book, there might be several more complications yeah, before yeah, yeah. they get to but, that point. So the, with, with all narrative, it doesn't matter if you've ended with them proposed, you can open the movie too and in five minutes establish that they've broken up <laughs> yeah. like, very easily. Like yeah. your audience might be annoyed with that, but if you play out the rest of it well, right, right. they'll yeah. be fine with that if that's the opening, but you can definitely do that. Right. Definitely do that. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, but adaptation was I said, like, yeah. should have been a TV show yeah. rather than a film. We've we've that with a few of the books yeah. we've read. We've had like more time to explore things you could. Um, I felt like the things they dropped were were much less harsh in this. Like in the other books we read, they dropped stuff that felt really pivotal to the to the narrative and in, in, in what they did with the movie. Nothing yeah. they lost felt like it affects what they had. Was there any like scenes where like I don't understand this story anymore because they dropped it beyond just like not liking that they didn't explore anything? No, not really. It was yeah. just some of the abbreviations yeah. that bothered me. Because it was mostly like the extraneous like family members that you know. Yeah, like, the, well, which, yeah there were like that didn't, there was like thirty other family that members really that get to drop like half the cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can imagine how overloaded. It was yeah. in the book. Oh, it was. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You, <laughs> wait, 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 you, you haven't seen. Again? So these are all the characters. Yeah. Oh, my God, you thought they were the rings. You can see <laughs> the family tree. <laughs> so I kept having to flip back and forth and refer yeah. how you related. I read it on Kindle, so maybe it just jumps past. Yeah. You know, oh, my. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, again, that, that's where I mind me Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones you get people introduced by like their their title and their name and like who their father so, is and why they're yeah. important and that's exactly that the same. Yeah. You get who they are, why they're important, who their dad is, all that stuff, and it's just fascinating. That's like the the culture. But the 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 tale of how she smuggled Rachel out China is so harrowing. Oh, I, yeah, it, it's really good the explanation, and you don't get it in the. Because she write for like just an episode. Yeah. She has a horrible. She marries into a horrible family who demands things of her. Yeah. She wasn't she's prepared to give. She's Eighteen. Uh, her husband's behavior changed immediately after they married and were back in China, and she was away from her family. She's sexually abused. Sexually abused. Beaten. And emotionally abused by the family, who only want her to get pregnant. And she seeks some solace with an upstairs neighbor, and she has a baby with him. But the family readily accepts. But because it's a girl, they were going to kill the baby. Well, they were going to harm oh. it, which I didn't. I didn't oh, realize yeah, this were, is such yeah. a thing oh, yes, that in China, China with the, yeah. with the yeah. one child yeah. rule, if you actually have a handicapped they, child, then they they will give you a second child. chance. Wow. So they were, so they were going to blind her. Yeah. So that's and why she, she fled. Yeah. One of the maids told her. Was it a maid? Yeah. yeah like um, one, she told her that she could not yeah. <laughs> Which suddenly makes her story and what she did not something that you can just dismiss. Yeah. And yeah. In, in the film, they just just goes, oh, "I had an affair with a friend." But it's also it's talking about Chinese culture in like a very interesting way and seeing. Just seeing sort like of different signs of what things can be like. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's interesting is like, regardless of rich or poor, like women are still manipulated. Like, yeah. They they used and, and expected of. Yeah. And her mother remade herself in the states mm-hmm. when they arrived. She went to school. And she got a degree. Yeah, I think the yeah. movie just got a big uh, frothy. Yeah. Frothy. Yeah. I, just... I think the movie did work, but yeah. I kind of feel like. Oh, the there's TV these other show. things. <laughs> the TV show would have been yeah. better to but get. It's all pretty, pretty the, movie, the movie we had, if they added depression and the sexual abuse, yeah. and stuff, <laughs> like, it was so dark. So yeah. dark. It would have been very, very dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you cut to these really upbeat kind of. Uh, Boring cover yeah. versions of songs from the uh, depression scene. Yeah. I don't want to think of it like with Friday the because they have these different plots, but they're all fed into the one plot, whereas these kind of plots are kind of like more like satellite yeah, plots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess if you go back 25 years, the Joy yeah. Luck Club was yeah. much more serious treatment of some of the, the tragedies of, of the women in this culture. Um, but it's become Asian Film Month, though. You had two of the boys that loved before, Searching, that came out yeah, as well. You saw that one. That was really good. Searching. Yeah. Great. It's great. Searching. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and you still have to watch two of the boys. It's lovely. I was like, I was like Googling, like, Romcom 2000. 2016 and 2017, and they haven't really been oh, no. any yet. There's and you think about it, it's like this, and then there's, um, I was looking through it, like, Big Sick, oh, yeah, Master of None, kind of, of Mindy Project, Love Simon, yeah. they tend to be more sort of like the, um, um, like, people of colour, or LGBT thing, yeah. where there is some tension and there is some sort of yeah. restrictive element, because maybe the the, 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 the the straight white cis thing, there's nothing, you're yeah. just going to show somebody scrolling through, Where is it? The, like, and Sandra Tinder. Bullock isn't You're making any movie rom coms anymore. Sandra Bullock. Bullock. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing. Where's there, my Meg Ryan? Isn't. What can you do? What can you do now? Like, yeah. Yeah. there isn't. Yeah, there's nothing interesting, which is kind of good because then it gives room to like do the actual yeah, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. films like this. Is that a bit yeah. sad? Yeah. As far as rom com goes, this is this was like fascinating and interesting on loads more levels. I'm so ready for the remake of the What Men Want film rom com. Have you seen the trailer for this? The What Men Want. Film? Which one? You know the the What Women Want, the Mel Gibson film. Yes. They're doing a remake of it, of What Men Want, and it looks oh. so Stand- good. Yes, Ginger Foot. What men? Want. It's about a woman who works in a sports advertising company and just yeah, stuff like that. So you get to do interesting stuff. Men are not, not complicated creatures. No, they are not. <laughs> if you find out. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it'll be yeah. Okay. So, 